Hey guys, welcome to episode 40 of the Physique Development Podcast. Today's episode is going to be going over why you can't progress, even if you've tried everything. Uh, so I know that this title is definitely going to appeal to a lot of people. Um, if you feel like you've tried everything and you still aren't progressing, um, you might be making these mistakes that I'm about to talk about that are doing more harm than good. So training without intent is number one. So you might be training, hitting all of your sessions, but if you don't understand the intent of your training sessions and how to direct your efforts, your progress is likely likely to be slow. So proper periodization of training not only gives you a deeper understanding of what and why you are doing, but it also allows proper adaptations. And adaptations equal progress. So you can be doing all of your training, getting in all of your sessions, but just not understanding or having the proper intent. And that can really throw off what progress you're making because we do need that periodization within training. So the fix for this, I'm going to give you the problem and the fix for all of these, because I'm just that nice. Uh, but the fix is to learn more about human anatomy and training or hire someone who does. Implement tempo, RP, and nail down execution. Execution is going to be ginormous uh, because if you don't know how to hit the muscle groups you're trying to hit, then you're not going to see the growth or change that you're trying to see. Periodizing your training and knowing that you have to be aware of your trainability within a stimulus and a given time. So this is going to be something that we have a certain ability to recover from our training. So in the last episode, I even talked about when we're talking about stressors of making sure that you are able to recover from your training sessions. And that's not just saying of prioritizing recovery, which we also have a whole episode on that, but it's being aware of what your body can handle in a certain situation and being cognizant of the fact that outside stressors in your life do impact your ability to recover from your training within the gym. So it's not separate. They do impact each other because it's the same body that it's happening to. And then tracking your training sessions, having a training journal is going to be freaking huge. Um, the second thing that you might be doing is only hitting your macros. And you might say, Sue, if I'm hitting my training sessions and hitting my macros, why am I not seeing these results? And that's what we're diving into here. So if you hit your macros, which is freaking awesome, but it might not just be the first step in truly understanding and optimizing food. So the fix for that is to nail down your meal timing, your food distribution, your food quality, your fiber allotment, Carry workout nutrition, chew your food properly, make sure your digestion is in a solid spot. It's not just you are what you eat, you are what you digest. So your food quality also freaking matters. If you're hitting your macros and it's not with good quality food, your protein is super sporadic, your fiber's all over the place, um, your meal timing is all over the place, that's really not going to get you exactly where you want to go. So being able to be conscientious of what that looks like. The third thing is if your stress is unchecked. You might think that this is not much of an impact. You might check it off your training and hitting your macros and still wonder where your progress is. And it's very likely stress or sleep. Um, so the fix here is to manage your stress. But to first manage, you have to be aware of what your stressors are. So what gets measured gets managed. So training is a stress on your body. So making sure your recovery is top notch and training volume is accurate. And then it's also something that you want to think about um, three buckets here. So what I mean by three buckets, this can be something that if you have a lot of stress or worry, this is a great prompt and I give it to my clients often. So a prompt I give to my clients 
is to sit down and write down the top five to 10 things they are worried or stressed about. So again, writing them down first, because oftentimes people are just like, I'm stressed or my stress is higher. And really diving into, okay, what are you stressed about is going to help you get to the bottom of it. And know that even though we live in a society that it's so normal to just say that you're stressed or stress is high, you don't have to live that way. You can manage that. So you write down your top five to 10 things that you're stressed about. And then I ask my clients to go through the list and see if there's a solution for any of the issues. So let's say that you're stressed about chores around the house. That's a solvable problem. You can make a plan and a schedule for it and get it done. Then there's things that you can't change. Let's say you're stressed about finding out if you got a house you put an offer in on. You can't do much other than wait for that answer. So there's no reason to sit and stress about it. So there's always going to be three buckets, three options, three choices, three mindsets. So number one, I can't change it and therefore I shouldn't worry about it. Number two, I know how to change it, so I will. Number three, I know how to change it, but I'm not willing to put in the effort and now I forfeit the right to complain, stress, or worry about it. And it might be really hard to come to conclusion like number three, but the more aware you are of these things, the more clarity and sense of self you can have and you can be able to manage your stress better. Because if you can be truly honest with yourself of, hey, yes, I'm stressed about this, but I I really can't put in the the time, the effort, or anything like that right now, you have to be okay with realizing that you came to that conclusion. And I have to come to that conclusion sometimes as well. So again, just being conscientious of what that looks like for you, but tackling your stress is gonna be freaking huge. Uh, sleep not being prioritized. Sleep is not for the weak, it is for the elite. Sleep impacts almost every process in our bodies, and oftentimes it's the first to go when life gets crazy. So protect this asset at all costs, and it is something that um, I will also have linked in the show notes, a post all about sleep, of things that you can do to prioritize your sleep. But some things I'm going to talk about just really quick to go over it, routine for your sleep. Keeping the same sleep and wake times is going to be helpful for your circadian rhythm, the proper rise of cortisol in the a.m. and the proper melatonin levels in the p.m. And then having a wind down routine for bed is going to be huge, not just going, going, going and then sitting down in bed. Um, Making sure that your caffeine intake is in the correct spot and you're not drinking caffeine too late in the day. Really taking a look at your sleep environment, um, taking a look at your training and nutrition. Um, and again, go more in depth on that sleep post that's going to be linked in the show notes, but I am going to leave you with one quick quote from Dr. Matthew Walker. Sleep is the greatest legal performance enhancing drug that most people are probably neglecting. And you know, you might be thinking of yourself right now, but we can change it. So, um, number five is going to be effort versus expectation. This is a huge, 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 huge one. I could probably do a whole podcast on this. But you might expect a certain outcome, but your effort doesn't match what you need to put forth to reach that outcome. So the fix is matching your effort to the expectation or changing the expectation to match your effort. So what do you expect is going to happen? What efforts are you putting forth? And do these match? So let's take, for example, um, let's say a client's like saying that um, their scale weight isn't changing. Then I'll say, all right, is our goal are we in a dieting phase right now? Is our goal for the scale to change? They say no, or they realize that we're not in a dieting phase. And I said, all right, then let's change your expectation. The scale's not going to go down right now. That's not our goal. 
your efforts are great, but we just need to change that expectation. So being able to have those honest conversations with yourself or a coach or whatever it may be are going to be huge. Let's say you want to look like a competitor and you want to get in stage shape. If that's your expectation and you are not prioritizing sleep, not nailing down your food, not learning about training and doing your training properly, not prioritizing sleep, not doing all these other things, you're not going to reach that because your efforts are not matching that expectation. So being able to kind of take a look at that and have that honest conversation with yourself. Number six is doing too much. More isn't always better. So assess where you're dedicating your time and efforts train hard, recover harder. Um, So it is something that uh, these are going to be huge that they might be causing a stall or a plateau, or you might just feel like, I really can't see progress. And it was probably one of these things. And if you felt called out by a certain one of these six, then that's probably the one that you should focus on first. So let's go ahead and go through a checklist real quick. So for your training, are you tracking your training sessions? Are you periodizing your training? Are you having intent? Do you have proper execution and recovery? Or do you even know what all of those things are? Um, Then let's look at the next one. Have you reflected on your food and how it makes you feel? Have you nailed down food timing, chewing, digestion, and more? The next one, are you aware of your stress levels and do you actively implement strategies to manage them? Next one, is sleep a non-negotiable? I'm sure this got a lot of people. The next one here, do your efforts match your expectation? And then the last one, are you doing too much? Have you audited your plan or life recently? So these are just six things that might be the cause of why you cannot see progress or why you feel like you haven't seen progress or whatever it may be. And oftentimes in these situations, people like to dig into, oh, I need to try this new thing in fitness, or I need to do this, or I need to do that. Where at the end of the day, you might already have all the tangibles, you're just not applying them the correct way. Or you might have all the pieces, but you're not putting them together the right way. So really being able to self-reflect. If I could give you any piece of advice for myself of how I've seen the most progress in business, how I've seen the most progress in my physique, how I've seen the most progress within my relationship, how I've seen the most progress within my skin, within my hair, within anything in my life, the way that I've seen the most progress is to be so honest with myself and to be able to be self-reflective and self-aware. Those things will get you so extremely far. So take a second after this podcast and write down, hey, what am I doing within my training? What am I doing within my food? What does my stress look like? What does my sleep look like? What do these other aspects look like that I might have kind of been like, oh, I'm doing my training. I don't need to worry about that when that might be what that changing piece is. So I hope that you guys take this into 2022 and you see the progress that you want to see. You have the honest conversations with yourself that you need to have and see a lot of progress. But if you, if the training aspect, if you're like, I do not know what you mean by periodizing my training, RP, RIR, tempo, all these things. I have no clue what you're talking about. I will also have in the show notes our app. So Physique Development has their own app. It is called the Physique Development Training Club PDTC. And it is something that we are so extremely proud of. It is our coaching is our our top product, our the product that we have built this 
whole business on. And within that, we do recognize that not everyone might be able to afford a coach, or maybe they're not in the spot to work with a coach, or maybe they've worked with a coach, and now it's time to go off on their own. The PDTC allows you to have training that you can trust from a company that you can trust to be able to reach your goals. It is something that it's only gym training in there right now, but home training and some different variations are coming soon. But I will have in the show notes a whole website of FAQs and information on the PDTC, but it's $35 a month. You can cancel at any time and you get training that you can freaking trust, training that's really good, an app that's really good, videos of each exercise to make sure that you're nailing down your execution. And after you finish a training phase, you take a short assessment, and then we tell you what training to go to next so you don't have to sit there and guess, although you can choose to skip our recommendation and do whatever you personally please to do. So I would highly, highly, highly recommend the PDTC if you feel lost in training, and that might be that last puzzle piece to come together. So thanks so much again for listening, and we're very excited to keep bringing you the content that you need in 2022. Hey guys, Austin here. Thank you again for listening into the episode. It means a lot. If you can, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave the podcast a five-star review. This does help us grow and be found by others. Also, just wanted to mention, if you guys are interested in free education based around training and nutrition, be sure to check out physiquedevelopment.com backslash free education, where you will find free downloads, videos, articles, etc. No strings attached. Again, thank you. Chat soon.